listen and subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to Blurred Lines. It's your man, Cam. With me, as always, is... The son of Quentin Choir, a.k.a. The Big Josh. <laughs> as well as... It's the professor. It's D. What's up, everybody? Magneto and was are... right. <laughs> Magneto was right. Quentin <laughs> Choir. You know what? Quentin Choir, of the last 10 years, another X-Men character that was new that I actually really enjoyed. Thoroughly. Yeah, you you totally. totally. Him, you still enjoy him. Hundred percent. Omega level uh, mutant is a straight up asshole, but he's really good and like, yeah. One hundred percent. I actually, yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Out of all the characters they have, and they they've been dredging out all the old ones and just kind of like whatever. He's he's the consistent joy out there with like a uh, honey badger, who they renamed to the horrible name oh, of Scouts. Well, <laughs> he's no honey badger. Let's not get crazy. This hmm. is true. This is true. But. But we're we're, we're not talking. Magneto was right shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was a that was his thing. After a while, after uh, I think Cyclops, Cyclops came back. Everything was right. He kept wearing Magneto was right shirt. Came back. Rabbit hole. No, no, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> so let's get out of the the bliss that we talk about Marvel and X Men, and let's get down to the nitty gritty of everyone's favorite thing to hate: the DCEU. So we Let's be clear, not DC, show. but the DC. <laughs> yeah. So we want yeah. to depress the listeners after uh, uplifting them briefly with yes. our waxing nostalgic about Quentin Choir. Yes, 100%. So Good just time. to recap really quick, uh, Warner Brothers is going through a big old humongous merger. DC came down and did a bunch of cuts, chops, uh, <laughs> amputations, uh, canceling. <laughs> yeah, they just they basically blew up everything they had because essentially the the word from the on top is they they're they're trying to look at things as content now. <laughs> well, also just quality, right? So you can't use it's there's you know the word that you're seeing constantly is that th- these movies were not worth putting out there in terms of you know the quality if you're trying to build something from where you were and i don't know if it's smart to not put them out but i guess only time will tell well, yeah I mean, exactly the, the prevailing wisdom seems to be unless it's finished or unless the rock is attached <laughs> um it, it it's not worth it's not worth because i mean think about it and it, it, it makes it, it makes a certain amount of sense if you're the new guy mm-hmm. you're supposed to be cleaning things up it yep. doesn't make sense to be the one to to then allow more bad movies because now it's coming out on your name in your name. Yeah, your yeah. it's on your dime. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it makes a degree of sense if you yeah. look at something like Batgirl. I mean, there's so much debate on whether or not it was going to be good, but only a few people saw it. So you know, the Kevin Smiths of the world, you know, God, yeah. the God that he is, Kevin Smith was like, you know, those guys probably would have made a good movie. It's easy to pontificate without having seen it, and yeah. everybody's got a bad something under their umbrella. Yeah. So, if, and, and, and let's keep it real: if it was going to be good, the CEO would have watched it and been like, "Oh, we have to put that out." Yeah, we we got to put it out. A home run, yep. and yep. it wasn't. Uh, and uh, I think I think it was interesting to me too. Run, but it, yeah. if it wasn't a home run, 
he's not gonna put it out, and that's and, just what it is. And like, I'm actually they, they didn't go yeah they did the Disney route and just, or a Hulu route and just put it on HBO Max. Say that one more time. I was surprised they didn't put it out on each HBO Max. I think that, that 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 was that's the real tell to me. Like if they were like, oh, you know, we're not gonna release in the theaters, but we're throwing on HBO Max, and I've been like, oh, okay, so it's not good, good, but maybe it's okay. Yeah. But the way even the way that they still release New Mutants. Exactly. <laughs> also, there's speculation, uh, violent articles out there about that they saw this as an opportunity, perhaps, to uh, for to write those uh, films off as you know in turn to yeah. get some tax breaks and yep. things like yep. that. They got a lot of, you know, there's a lot of revenue to be made up for, uh, for the deal itself. So, you know, I think the DCEU is probably low hanging fruit in terms yeah. of what, you know, yeah. what they and, if it's not, and if it's not going to be a revenue driver, right. Or, yeah. if think, or if there's a chance that it might not be, let's say it's that, that let's say Batgirl was a pitch, pitch right up the middle. I, as the new guy, can't afford to have a pitch up the middle as my first at bat. Absolutely yeah. not. It's yeah, better to have the $90 million write-off. Yes, it's yep. yes, it's already been filmed. Yes, it's in post already. You know, but it's... Release the Batgirl cut. And you know, it's already probably circulating. You know, There's a petition well, that will be out before the summer is over. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. So... All right, so now we've talked a little bit about the negative. Let's talk about the positive, the canceling of the Flash. Thank there, you. There are positive. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 the canceling of the Flash? Well, no, oh, yeah. no, no. Hold, hang on, hang on. I think, I think, so, Josh, they canceled the Flash, the Arrowverse. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Point, the film. I was about to say that. In fact, I think Flashpoint, the film, is, is in good graces with yeah. the powers yes. that be. Yes. yes. So supposedly, That's supposedly, right. okay. yeah. So the positive is that they canceled Arrowverse Flash, and yes. uh, and slight adjacent positive is they haven't canceled the Ezra Miller Flash. Supposedly, well, Ezra Miller Flash is supposed to be good. So testing well is, is the language that keeps being he- heard. Although Ezra Miller is out here wilding out like some mi- uh, mini cult leader. I was um, gonna say, didn't this fool get arrested for burglary in Vermont? Yeah, and you know what he stole? Some bottles of alcohol. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, I mean, it, it's stupid. Yeah. He's like, I mean, he just he, at this point, he just wild. Yeah, he's 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 an idiot. Here you have yeah. you're at the helm of a of a million multi million dollar movie franchise, and you're stealing stuff something that you could probably afford without even thinking about it. And mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a, a typical day in the life of a, of an overprivileged uh, uh, white man. Like he just yeah. he just Let's he's just you. doing. All the things that he can because he can, and you know, it's just it's just ridiculous. Which I think I find interesting that his behavior is kind of running running away from the narrative of what the film possibly will be. I mean, yeah. it's it's hogging up the headlines, and yet there hasn't been any talk of perhaps killing that film. And we don't even know if you're talking about um uh cult-like activity i expect more stories to come out about this dude uh-huh. in the in the coming months to years probably some yeah. even more disturbing things so yeah. um it'll be interesting to see how they handle that but i know that that film is supposed to again rumors i don't know for sure but rumor has it it's it's true in its title which for for those of you listening know the any history of the flashpoint 
it's when Barry Allen resets things in the DC universe and basically Tabula Rasa, blank slate. And um, for the other characters, not so much for him, but because Barry jacks up everything it's it, it it makes for an interesting narrative that can what? be Why are you laughing barry never jacks things up what are you oh well, yeah no ha- hashtags <laughs> barry well the yeah. other also rumored too is what they might other rumor which again fan service is always you know how these things are um the other rumor is to get to deal with the ezra miller situation they might uh wally west them so it at the uh at the end of flashpoint wally west is almost like erased and so he's like not flash because before prior to flashpoint there was like a lot of uh, like basically wally west those d flash for a good 20 some odd years yeah and then they had then they had you know barry come in blah 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 so most people know wally west's character his character his personality wally west's personality is basically flash on arrowverse essentially and so when oh wait, they wait, wait. Like, i thought wally were wally west in wally i thought Barry in the movies was more like Wally West. Actually, honestly, I w- honestly, I would say both because they, because mm. Wally West was pretty much Flash since since uh, what final since Crisis on Infinity Earth that was like eighty six. Well, he's he's been yep. it. Well, Wally was 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 he the Flash? Was he the Flash before or after Barry? He's after. After Barry, right? So Barry, 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 Barry's, yeah, Barry's from the yeah. '60s, went all the way up into the '80s. They did yeah. Crisis on Infinity Earth. You know, Barry dies, yeah. and then Wally West takes over. He's Kid Flash, blah blah blah. So he was basically Flash for all of the '80s, '90s, OOS, the Ots, as they call it these days. And then um, Flashpoint happens, and then they go back to Barry, right? So the Flash that most people know is personality-wise is Wally West. So that's why the, yeah. the iteration on in DCEU and in the Arrowverse had the qualities of what Wally was. And then uh, when they had Flashpoint, they 52, that's the 10 years, which is really crazy. I didn't realize that until recently, um, that that personality was that level. So what the, the fan rumor is they might do to Ezra what they did to Wally West was at the end of Flashpoint, Wally West is basically erased from existence and, you know, Barry, Barry's back. So it's like, if they if they go with that route, which actually would be pretty easy for them to do, in a, in terms of the it will be the vice versa. Of yep. that. it will be exactly. Harry goes away and Wally is introduced, yep. or, well, Grant, Wally, or or Grant Gustin comes in or something like that. Like you could yeah, easily Wally, do that. Wally with goes or like the Grant Gustin version of Barry, right. a new version, a multi because it's yep. a multiverse, a multiversal exactly. version of Barry. And yeah. you can easily well, you could easily do it. And that's I wouldn't not, mind Grant Gustin continuing as Flash. Yeah, I don't know how he would do. And the fans would eat that alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he would do carrying a, the move a movie version if of that. Good writers, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's still this still writing is one thing, but it comes down to what the performance can bring as well. It's, you yeah, know, and that gravitas. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think um, that could so that could be a solution. We'll see. But yeah, Ezra Miller just continues to while out. I want to see what else he does but before this movie comes out because Flash I mean, comes out in. S- September, something like November? October. No, 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 not no, November because that's Black Panther. Yeah, it comes I don't out. Know. It comes, comes out. Think. Does it come out this year? Is it out this year? I think so. Mm. Uh, a, you know, the two hundred million dollar Flash film. Uh, I, I think know. I'm. <laughs> I think I'm just ready. I'm very eager to move away from anything that resembles the 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 universe that shall not be the name. What? Named after him, 
all of these yeah. films still yeah. look like his creation. So I, I want them to go. But it's also uh, worth noting as far as this new is that this is part of their new strategy, right? So they're moving away from that release um, in theaters, uh, and then forty five days later, it's on it's on streaming. I know that there was mention that they want the DC EU movies to have, be tent poles in the same way that these other big budget blockbusters um, are treated, which is, which would make sense why you would then focus on The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson and Black Adam and, and things like that. Because, um, you know, Wonder Woman 84, that hit theaters and we will not talk about that movie. <laughs> well, listen, that's that, that we don't want to talk about it, but it exists. And um, yeah. perfect example of, of what I'm saying was in what terms a waste of, of a Christmas day. <laughs> oh. But it, you would agree, it's the perfect example of DC's overall problem. They're the movies, the problem, which is they just, I don't know, they clap, they kind of implode on themselves. Wonder Woman 1984 was a bunch of a lot of things and not enough of anything. <laughs> and that probably that. doesn't make any sense but it was no, that makes total things, sense. but it was nothing at the same time like you had very cool stuff in that film but at the same time it was attached to mediocrity like yeah. super mediocrity yeah and you have a, a, a savant like storyteller like a Jeff Johns attached to this film and you still come out with whatever that was like that dude, yeah. that dude should have lit that movie on fire. They gotta let him. They gotta let him cut loose. They gotta let him cut loose. I can tell you can tell that 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 there's interference. Like if Jeff Johns was a writer on a movie, you should have some signature storytelling moments. That dude can write them stories in his sleep. I can only imagine what they what he would do if you let him cut loose. Un, uh, un unfettered like un, un, unmolested on a film and and that's the thing that was so crazy to me because it was like you know patty jenkins and joff uh joff johns was the they did the story by credits and then they both got screenplay credits with dave callahan so it's kind of like huh so it's so like what so what happened right that that's the part that i don't get because in and, you know Callahan's interesting too because he has credits like you know he also did mortal Kombat, he also did shang chi he also did uh, Zombie Land. Mortal Kombat. Yes, yeah, he did Mortal Kombat. Okay, yep. so that one that disqualifies him. But the but Shang Chi no, no, was Shang Chi, and Shang Chi is fine. Chang Chi, yeah. yeah, that that yeah. that's why I'm about that's to say true. that one is that good. Is, that is the most uh, the, the most schizophrenic resume ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then then what was the next one you you named one after after? Uh, oh, Zombie Land. Double tap. Yeah, I, I enjoy Zombie Land. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This dude fun. is all over. The, this dude is all over the place. Like I'm gonna go from, yeah, and then and then on top of that, he, he also did the Expendables. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's got kind of a style that wasn't that he tried to bring to Wonder Woman '84, and it didn't work. And but my biggest thing was, and this just shows you again when that film came in front of the people who were making the decisions, you, you saw that and then still decided to invest millions on marketing because they marketed the shit out of that film. Like, yeah, that film did. was highly marketed. Well, uh, okay. what's, 
what's humorous to me, and this is where uh, our, our man in the field, D'Angelo, will probably recuse himself, but it's comedic to me that William Hamada, is his name William Hamada? Well, Hamada is on some, I'm, I, he, he, uh, there's a report that he almost quit over Batgirl. I'm just like, dog, you didn't quit over Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> 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 you didn't, like, my man. You, 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 so you, you want to hang your hat on, on, you, you want to hang your entire career at Warner Brothers on Batgirl, but you yeah. didn't hang it on 819, on Wonder Woman 84. It's right. Exactly. Okay, got it. And you know, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you have, okay, how many DCEU movies has there been that are actually released so far? What, about 15, about 11 or 12, something like that? Yeah. If that, and out of those, I honestly have only found maybe the Suicide Squad and the Batman oh, rewatchable. Right. Yeah. I know that there are others that are decent, like Shazam's decent, Wonder Woman's decent. Yeah, they're rewatchable. Yeah, they're all decent, yeah. yeah. But you said like watchable, like rewatchable. Yeah, yeah. like if yeah. I'm gonna sit down because I want to yeah. enjoy a movie random, I would pop in the Batman. Because I would be, I might be in a detective mood. I might. Joker wasn't. Joker was not. I if I look consider that film as as being sort of like a what if in the in the multiverse, then it works. But if it's if I'm looking at him as being the Joker, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Joker is best when we don't have that much information about his background. So like we. Yeah. So I'll pose it to both of you guys. It's like, so what do they? So now that they've been, they're literally just cleaning house. Like they just chopping legs left and right. Still waiting on a word from the chop on uh, Young Justice if that's going to happen or not. That's um, the one I'm other, waiting on. Other other things that haven't got chopped officially yet are Star Girl, the Black Canary spinoff, uh, the Solo movie, and I think I think those are the only three left that they haven't really said anything about. There might be something else okay. I'm forgetting. Because I think. There was recent news about was there recent news about Titans or were we talking about? Oh yeah, they haven't said about Titans. So yeah, so so Titans, Young Justice, and Star Girl haven't had any news about it. Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois is ongoing. That's not going nowhere. I mean, I didn't think. I didn't think. I don't. I don't. And I don't think it's. I think it was up for renewal last year, Mm -hmm. so it got renewed. So I think they're just gonna keep rolling with it, and it's popular, and it's actually not terrible. Mm. Um, so yeah, so if that's the case, so then where so so then what do they do? Like where do they go from oh, here? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. You know? I like, like I was thinking about this the other day. Like, like what do you do? Like you're you guys are now, you're the head of Warner Brothers. You have a what? catalog of some of the most iconic characters of all time in the history of man. You are inheriting the last 20 years of bullshit. <laughs> you try you, you literally everything down. He's like, you, you know, you know, you got you got the Batman out. That is good. People liked it, enjoyed it, yada, yada, yada. Um, you got upcoming Black Adam, which has a lot of star power behind it, and you and you guys have like, you know, put the ringer so the least it's like watchable slash decent. So we're hoping. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you do? What do you, what literally what do you do? Well, I mean, if it were me, um, I think I'd do exactly what Zaslov's doing. I, mm-hmm. I would cut all the fat, all of it. I would torch it all. And I would reduce everything to its lowest common denominator. In this case, the lowest common denominator for DCEU 
is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You get one good movie out of each of those characters. And it has to be a home run. So you put whoever you have to put on it to make sure it's a home run. You get those three out of the gate. Just one. Just one. Bring Ben Ben Affleck back. Cast some new star. Whatever you want to do. But you get one home run out of each of you. Gal Gadot is not going nowhere. They probably signed her to like a 25,000 year contract. (laughs) And she's wildly popular in the role. So, all right, fine. Keep her. But you get like a proper Wonder Woman movie where she's like merkin dudes. Where, you know, where that, that remember that thing? That our favorite Is conversation. Is she popular like that? Our, our, our favorite conversation between all the Justice Leaguers. They're all sitting around at the round table talking about all their rogues galleries. And then they go to Diana and they're like, so Diana, what about you? Who's your, you know, what, what about you? Your favorite rogue? And she's like, I don't have a favorite because when I face them, they're dead. I don't have a problem. Mm. I, I don't have the problems you guys have. They're all dead. Every last one of them. They step up. They get knocked down. You need that Wonder Woman. You get, also, yeah. You get, you get the proper, you get a good mix of Boy Scout and whatever other elements you want to throw in for Superman. And you give us another detective Batman movie, like the one that we just got. Yep. And you're in business. You can build anything you want off, off the backs of those, those three movies. Yeah, I, I, agree. I, I, I agree with that, but with a slight modification. I don't think you need all three of them. You just need one. And I think the thing is, what you do is you introduce one and you establish that the other two exist already. If you're going to go with the whole shared world, because you can always throw them into a situation at any time. And besides besides which, you kind of want to leave it open so that some of the other roster that are you know, more available available, uh, come through because there's a lot of stuff you can do. You can even do a Batman film, uh, you know, a Nightwing film where, again, Batman exists in this world, but he isn't the he he isn't the sole focus, because I think what you what what they try to do before by cramming them all into one movie and then um, really focusing on trying to focus on Superman, but doing it in a way that was too akin to Batman or after we just saw the Dark Knight, Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy and all, and, and it just didn't land. But if you put that on the back of uh, a Wonder Woman or even, a, um, you know, again, introduce another member of the league that we haven't seen, like a Lantern or something like that. And I think doing it that way, but grounding it, and not trying to be too ambitious. And like, for example, Man of Steel came out, and then like three years later, there was a Batman versus Superman. Like, <laughs> where do we get all of a sudden no Batman to Batman wants to kill Superman? Yep. So like, my question then is to so my follow-up question to that is if it were you, which one of them would you do? Since you That's since a- you're saying it should be one. That's a good question. I think the, I would I would actually do Superman. I the reason be- being is because we already got a strong Batman. Wonder Woman is, you know, okay, it was crappy, but <laughs> it was what but, it was. Yeah, but if we did a if we did if they did a proper Boy Scout Superman, like straight up Boy Scout, this is you know true justice American way, uh, natural way, whatever the crap they changed it to. But they did a proper Superman movie fighting Lex Luthor on some whatever whatever and you know guest starring like a uh, one woman batman did a cameo 
that solidifies that world in, in already general. It, it puts them as his the uh, the focal point because they were trying to use Batman as the uh, as the Captain America quote unquote of the DC, and it kind of worked, kind of didn't. And I think if they reestablish it where Superman is the main head of this, like he is the reason why we do all this shit, and he is like you know the Boy Scout. Batman is the antithesis to Superman, and then Wonder Woman is the middle in between because she'll kill she'll kill a dude, but she won't. But she's also kind of nice. Um, I think that would actually establish it a little bit better, and then it makes sense to have people like if, if you do a Superman movie, it, then it makes sense that Black Adam could be in it because they could go to toe right. to toe and fight about whatever. It would make sense that Shazam's in it because they're on the same level. It would make sense that Wonder Woman, you know, and then Batman would be the one that's in the shadows, like looking at all of this, like, okay, you guys are all like powerful, but you're idiots. <laughs> and, and, and I like that because you could just like with the Batman, you could start it two to three years into Clark as Superman. So he's still yep, exactly. kind of new, yep. but at the same time, exactly. you don't need to go through. I, the, that was the, the thing that didn't work for Man of Steel and, and Superman. Yep. We, we never felt like that version of Superman was the superhero that we want him to be. Like we yeah, saw yeah, him saving things. He hadn't slipped into it yet. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Like yeah, we exactly. need to see it being about him saving people, not wrecking shit, not the spectacular god fights. Yep. But him saving people, him yep. doing the right thing. Uh, the Man of Tomorrow film. I thought it was. Again, this is what's missing from the Superman live action. He stopped in the moment, uh, fighting the parasite. To try to talk to Rudy inside and try to get Rudy <laughs> to stop what he was doing. Yeah. Like yep, exactly. now, this is that's, Superman. That's Clark. Yep. Yes, that and is who Clark exactly. is. Exactly. He's, and a, I think he's, he's a straight up Boy Scout. And he you need to go back to that situation where, you know, he's uh he just he just freaking, you know, uh caught a freaking uh train from going off the track. And then he picks up a little kitten to make sure that it can it's, it's okay. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. like you need to get back to that aspect of it, and then then you in, then you inhabit the world of oh yeah, but in the same type of world, there's Batman doing Batman shit. There's a whole right. Amazon right. doing Amazon shit. You know, like yeah. let him go freaking um visit the Thermoscare or whatever and talk to Diana about some shit that 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 because they're on because the same eventually level. it will be his idea knowing that there's a Wonder Woman, knowing that Batman he's worked with the the world's greatest detective because yep. there are some things that he can't do yep. with just his power exactly now he's thinking now yep. he knows there's a lantern out there he knows yep. there's there's shazam out there oh what do we do by the third movie the last superman movie guess what we just formed right exactly and it makes more sense because someone like a superman would form the justice league yeah. Someone like someone like a Batman would not form the Justice League. No, not at, <laughs> absolutely not. not at all. In fact, the, the, the great thing is how often they joke about the fact that he's never he's never been a full-time member. Or he'll exactly. say, right. like, well, I don't have to. The funniest scene is when it's from the Justice League. I know exactly what you're You don't know about where they all in <laughs> the conference and they, they got, I think it was Lex had them cornered or something, and they decided to turn. It was when they figured out the watchtower. When, when he got the watchtower to fire. And mm-hmm. uh, and Batman is like, you want me to do what? It's like, right. you want me to turn myself in? Right. So for the <laughs> audience, it's the episode where uh, Lex Luthor hacks the watchtower and uses their fusion cannon to fire down at the Earth to save the day. But at the same time, to blow up Cadmus. And 
basically all the leaguers sit around at a table and they're like, well, what do we do? And they start discussing what, what options they have. And they're like, you know what we got to do? We got to turn some ourselves in. Somebody call back. Call, somebody call Bruce. We got to tell him. And they get a hold of Bruce and he's like, you want to do what? You guys are the biggest idiots I've ever met. In my life. <laughs> yeah, he basically is like, no, not doing that. No, thing. and they're like, well, you know what? Call me when you have a real plan. I'm gonna try to solve this thing in the meantime. Goodbye. Yeah, but he's, he's like, uh, I'm a part timer, and that's what exactly. We need. And you need that. You need you don't you need Batman to be Batman. He needs to be the rogue. He needs to be the super smart dude that is a little envious that everyone around him has powers, but he's still smart than everybody. And then you need uh, Superman to actually believe in something called the League that's like, hey, we all have these powers. We probably could take over the world if we wanted to, but we choose not to. So we want to use our powers for good, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Right. And it's like, and I, and this is from, from someone that I don't even like Superman, but I know the core <laughs> essence of him. And like, that would make sense. And then you have yeah. someone like, you know, it, and that's, and then if you want to get even more granular, you can have it, like you said, it's already a couple of years in. Superman's already been Superman for a little bit. He's working at the Bugle. He's hanging out with Lois. They ain't dating yet, but they kind of got something going on. And then Clark meets Wonder Woman, who like throws his whole world off the off because now it's someone that's as strong as him that can fly. Yeah. That's literally his equal at almost every single level. But since she's from a whole nother world, so I think that right. kind of actually. So there's there's things that you can work with that, but at least you can ground it in something a little bit, and then you can start to go off. Because then then you, it makes sense to all of a sudden there's a Green Lantern. Why is there a Green Lantern? Because blah blah blah. Like all these things start to come into play, and it kind of makes a lot more sense. And when and then like you know they can all easily do the big CGI freaking threat that you know we get to put all the heroes together to save or blah 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 blah. But I think. The thing that is getting away from a lot of these superhero movies is like the the parts that we actually like the best is like just yeah, the the, the one person yeah the character the one overcoming obstacle to to, to win kind of a thing you know yeah because it's not the great thing about Superman and again they have to make him this way because he's too powerful yep is okay. that a lot of times he resolves his big threats unless it's a dark side or a brainiac or a doomsday without having to use his strength his powers mm -hmm. so you know again when he attempts to talk rudy down and as the parasite you know it's because he knows that this guy is a victim of circumstances he's probably he met him when he was human he's a decent person why should he lays his brains out when he if he could convince him to stop and get him some help that's who superman is and that's who they yeah. have to let him be if or in order for it to work, I think the Batman being set two years in a, in into his career, having established that he's gone toe to toe with the Joker. You know, I wouldn't even mind if you if the first movie establishes that Su Lex took his shot at Superman and learned that when you box with God, your arms got to be long, got <laughs> to be Definitely. longer. But that don't mean Definitely. that Lex isn't still there. You know right. what I mean? And we and we come up with another enemy yeah. like Metallo let, or something yeah. like that. Let you know let Lex be uh let Lex be the mayor of um freaking Metropolis already or something like that. Where it's like you know there's levels that like you know we know that Lex is there, but he's not the big bad, but he's still there. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. And like that's the one thing I did like when they in the comics when they made Lex uh uh a the mayor of Metropolis for that a hot second because it's like again. He knows that he's the mayor, so that Superman just can't come and freaking throw him into the sun, <laughs> right? Because he, now he's too he's too he's too high profile. Too high profile so I think right. those are, those are those types of things. So I think it's like like you said, like Superman is super OP, 
the only reason he doesn't freaking turn to the dark side is because he has moral values, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And like, he really is a, 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 like a Boy Scout, much like yeah. Captain America. And that's why if you center it around him and then go from there, then you could have, okay, if you, if you let Batman be Batman, it makes sense for Batman to have the outsiders because all right. of them are rogues themselves. <laughs> And he's trying to teach them to be a rogue, but not kill people. And then it makes sense that Wonder Woman has Wonder Woman and her the people that she got around. So that really grounds the whole DC in a, in a certain space. But now each each big three is a is having their own lane, and then it allows them to expand from there. And I think that's the part where you can really do some interesting things. But until they kind of figure that part out, because even they were talking about uh, what was it? One of the one of the like article things was like DC DC doesn't know what to do with with uh, Superman. And then Donny Cates was like. Hire a comic book writer. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. like, dude. It really is that simple. Yeah. like, And somebody yeah. that's not going to try to make him anything that he's not. Because, yep. you know, when you give Soups an edge, yep. you kill the, the mystique around him. Why? Because Soups with his thing. edge is dangerous. Yeah, it's not his lean at exactly. all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he is the person that is restraining himself 24/7. He could yep. literally flick and and bring down a house. So he doesn't need an edge. He doesn't need a dark side. He and has to why, be a beacon of positivity. And that's why I think when he takes the kid gloves off, and I think was it season 2 of Justice League? Uh yeah. when he goes yeah. up against uh dark side, it resonates because yep. you spent a whole 20 some odd episodes establishing if you didn't know that already that superman is a boy scout that he will not kill anyone that he believes in the greater good that he believes in trying to appeal to your lesser demons and with dark side he was like you know what i'm gonna have to kill you and your eyes bulge out of your head when he says that yeah you, yep. you absolutely and you're and you're sitting on the edge of your seat for that fight because you yeah. know that what 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 hell he would have to rain down in order to take out someone like dark side who yeah. is, is equivalent if not better yeah and yeah, dark, and, that, dark, and that's oh go ahead no i was just gonna say dark side is definitely the villain level of like just oh oh like powerful like yeah. he, like the, the dude is, is extremely yeah. powerful yeah and i think that's the thing where it's like you know, that's part of the reason why Injustice works so well, because, you know, in in the story of Injustice, you know, uh, Joker uses um, freaking Scarecrow's uh, crazy dust and puts it on and basically exposes it to Superman to trick him to think that Lois is basically Doomsday. So then oh, yeah. so then what he does is he takes, quote unquote, Doomsday and takes him to space to suffocate him, not realizing it's Lois. And Lois. when he realizes it, it's Lois. And she's pregnant, yep. and so he just killed his wife and his kid, and that snaps oh. the man, goes up to Joker, kills him, and then like that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like it's a straight. And, and, and what's great about that writing, and this is why DC, when they're at their best, they're really good, is because Joker won in that situation. Because yep. what was Joker's goal was to break the Boy Scout. Yep. Was to yep. make him exactly. do exactly what he. It didn't matter to Joker if if yep. Superman lasered him, ripped him apart, yep. threw him didn't into care. the sun. Didn't, didn't care. He didn't care. He that was, yeah, he yep. needed to break Chaos him, and that's exactly what he did. Exactly. He broke He's the man, the world's powerful individual in the galaxy, in the universe, and turned brought him down to brought him low. 
Yep, and that's and then that's that's and that's when Joker is the best when he's a chaos agent. Not, not about not the sad clown, not the the bad boyfriend from Harley, not yeah, all the like other BS that everybody wants to make him. Yeah. Like, dude, he's yeah, yeah, a yeah. chaos agent. Like, Joker is care. Michael Myers who talks and cracks jokes. He's yep. pure evil. If yep. you can think 100%. about that for a second, that's what the Joker is in DC. He is Michael Myers who talks. And cracks jokes and laughs a lot, but otherwise the same amount of pure evil. Yep, hundred percent. And ingenuity and in that, and that's and that's part of the reason why I've in and when it, when Joker is on that level, super entertaining. Anything else, yeah. it's just like, uh, I don't care uh, about his feelings. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Part Two, yeah, yeah. probably the, the single best iteration of the Joker you will ever see. Which is yeah, why am uh, killing everything and everyone inside. Yeah. And Batman finally snaps and he's just like, you know what? You I can't go. do it no more. I, I, exactly. I have to Yeah, Superman should have thrown Joker in the sun like like hundred years ago. Like what the what's going on here? <laughs> but that's also like, why Ledger's version has to this day to me is still the best the the Nolan ridden version of Joker is the best live action joker to this day because without being too over the top he captures every aspect of who the joker is and what he is in dc he's not a person with a background he's not a person who who has um a moral conscience he's an agent of chaos he's a murderer and that's and he likes causing pain and that's that's that is is. more than caesar romero <laughs> Come on, that's low. That's like, you, you, know, you know that, and then you could have named Jack after that because you know I love Caesar's Joker and Jack's Joker. <laughs> um, all right, so beyond, so beyond all the DCness, there has been some actual good stuff in the world of like sci-fi, really? fantasy, and stuff. Yes, there has been good stuff. Uh, Hulu dropped uh, the movie Prey. It was a prequel to The Predator. I didn't see it, but you guys did. Uh, how was it? D, after you. It's pretty good. Um, I it surprised. It was. I was, had started hearing that it was good. Um, I had held very low expectations for it because, <laughs> um, first of all, I Predator has always been hit or miss for me. Overall, I've enjoyed all of the films except. Shane Black's The Predator. I thought that was the worst Predator film that they did. I enjoyed Predators. It was underrated. But Prey is to me one of the three that I cite as the best examples of Predator of that story world of an apex apex Predator hunt. And Prey brought me back to that. It was really good. It was great seeing um, uh, Amber Mid-Thunder Amber Mid Thunder in the role. Um, I forget the character's name, but she was badass, and um, uh, they really drove home the the lifestyle of of living as a as a native in seventeen seventeen, which is what the is that the eighteenth century? Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, it was. I I enjoyed it. It was good. Some great predator action, predator um, uh, kills, and I. To me, I like going back to that basic living in the land, you know, predators amongst predators and things like that. Survival. I survival of the fittest. Call me a Darwinist, but I liked it. You a Darwinist? Never. 
Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, I would say it's easily, in my book, the best Predator film since the original. Um, That's fair. I, I, I loved everything about it. Uh, I, like you said, Amber Midthunder uh, absolutely shined. I, I, I want to see her in more stuff. Yeah. I have to see her more. Like That movie made you have to see her in more stuff. She was excellent. She was incredible in this film. I cannot understate how good she was. Um, like like D'Angelo said, sort of the 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 chain, the food chain of the apex predator, in uh, little uh, moments of exposition was absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It just it it set the stage. It was a perfect simile to what was going on in in the in the humanoid world uh, versus the animal world. Um, the scene with the wolf was absolutely incredible. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a scene where with a wolf and uh, versus the predator, and there's there, there's some little visual cues that you get that that they're just beyond beyond man. It's really yeah. really, and then there's the story itself. Like the story yeah. is just very incredibly well. I can I, I can't use enough uh, enough adjectives to describe. Uh, how well told, how well told a story, how well crafted a story it was. Yeah, um, I love that it wasn't the usual retarded uh, disrespect to native culture that you see in films like this. Mm. Like this was intensely respectful and very sensitive and very. It was almost a love letter to native culture. It was uh, very celebratory, at least yeah. as far as I could tell. Yeah, it was very celebrating. Uh, yes. Um, and I think beautiful. there was a sadness in what what, what has what was lost, you yes. know, because there's a um there's a it's it reminded me of Apocalypto, which we were mentioning where we see the at the end you see the the, the ships or whatever coming yeah. in. You know, it's the coming of the Spaniards and we know what follows. A total decimation of that culture and that civilization. Um similarly, you know, there's a without spoiling anything, you know they realize at the end that they have to move because the yeah. white man has, is coming. And I think yeah. that that was such a poetically beautiful, but also just sad moment in, in yes. thinking about everything that we saw, just a time capsule of what was destroyed, what was lost and the purity of it. Mm-hmm. And I think um, one of the great things about this movie and the difference in the predator itself is that Dan Trachtenberg really uses the visual language as Josh was talking about in telling this story from showing the food chain. And, you know, an example is uh, there's an ant crawling on the camouflage predator and then the, I think it's a rat grabs the ant and eats it. And then all of a sudden a snake grabs the rat and, and nice. eats that. And then and then um, the, the snake, which is the apex predator of those three, sees the predator and then tries to go for it and of course the predator shows why it's the apex predator and so you saw different examples of that throughout where we didn't just get a predator obsessed with hunting man and i thought that that was a great detail because this is a period where man was not the apex predator of the of the land it was we were a predator but we weren't the apex predator. We still had to contend with bears and, and and mountain lions and things like that. And at any time, and so to see the predator going after these other apex predators, where in the past they've only been obsessed when, with man, 
And because man, during that those periods, future predator stories were we had risen to being the dominant alpha predator on this planet, driven every other one either to the margins or to extinction. So just the visual language itself was was clever and just really amazingly well thought out. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it again. The, talking about it now is making me want to watch it. When we're done, I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's getting it's getting a lot of good. Um, it's got a lot of good press, a lot of good like reviews, and people really enjoying the takes of it. And um, I think, yeah, I think since the Predator franchise has a very just up and down kind of like mm-hmm. uh, like overall thing, because you know you have you know you have one and two, which are classics, and then you have uh, the Predator, which like you said is underrated. Which same with me. I, I remember when I I wasn't. I think I forgot about the Predator, and I just I, caught, I think I caught it something random. And I was like, oh, well, no, I thought Predators, the the one. Sorry, that, sorry, Predators. Ooh, sorry. Yep, that predators, one predators. was with yep. Adrian Brody. And yep, um, yep, I always yep, get yep. her name. Oh, man. Um, beautiful uh, Latina actress. Uh, she's in that film. Alex that Braga. Show. Yeah, Alex, Alex Braga. Yeah, she was yep. in it. Um, Walton Goggins. It had uh, actually, uh, what's his name? Lawrence Fishburne's Brady. in there, too. Lawrence Fishburne's yeah. in it. Uh, Grace. Mahershala and... Ali's in it. Yep. Like, it's, it's, it's a underrated film and it, it I skipped that one actually it's yeah it's me, good it was it's the good. best one since the original until this one um yeah. really okay yeah because right, it, I'll check it. yeah check it out it's on hulu it's it's worth it it's not long just like prey was only an hour and i appreciated that too you know yes. the, that restraint of, story yeah man and, just so i can you know i have to keep my long-running uh streak alive if you can't tell a, a movie in 90 minutes, you know who I'm talking about, then are you really a storyteller? I just so don't who understand. Are you, who, who are you talking about, Cam? We've never heard you say this before. <laughs> or, you, or you certainly are not a visual storyteller. And I think that that's a... That's all I'm saying. If you can't tell a story in 90 minutes, you, are, you, are you really... Could you say more? Well, if it this takes you job. thirty to, to 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 tell what most people would knock out in the first ten, then you know, <laughs> <laughs> then you know, you, got, you, know you got some problems there. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> um, but yeah, yeah. I actually I watched the Predators and I skipped the Predator, and then you then did I'm right. Do yeah, not and, watch and, it. and then and then I just, then everyone was telling me how bad the Predator was, which was which really which sucks. One is the Predator is that the, the Predator one by Shane Black. Yeah, that one came. Is that out. the one with the prisoners and the predator dog? No, no, that, that's predators. That's yeah, predator predators. that has the yep. predator dog. Okay, yeah, that, that was yeah. terrible, but it wasn't great. Predators yeah. is the one where they they literally wake up at the beginning of the film and they're falling and they're on a pl- uh The predators have put them on a game reserve planet. Preserve. Right. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> so which, the, which this, one was the one with uh? uh with, with the predator dog, with uh, Ivan Strahovski. That's from, the uh, predator. Tra- yeah. The predator. That's the yeah. that's, that's the bad the one. Because <laughs> right. Olivia, what's her name was in that? Olivia. Yeah, Mon? Olivia Munn. Right. Yes. Yeah, Munn. Yeah, yeah, she was plus, in that. Plus Thomas Jane and Sterling e. Brown. Keegan Michael The worst use Yo, of, there's so of many Thomas James ever. The worst <laughs> use of Thomas. And, that, and look, this is after the expanse. Like it was like wow. 2018. They yeah. Literally cast Thomas James just for that. Yep, and Jake Lucy. With, damn, there are a lot of people in this. They just oh, throwing right. actors into all these. Movies. And, and yeah. you know the whole Jake Busey thing was a sort of was supposed yeah. to be like the Nazi's dad, 
in, right. in part two and Shane Black was also in the first Predator. You guys know yeah, that. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Was, yeah. yeah, Shane Black was in the first Predator. He was, uh, he's yeah, the he was, he was in the glasses. He's like the first yeah. one they killed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he goes on to be a, 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 a solid director slash writer. Solid. I like uh, uh, the nice guys. And that's about Oh, yeah. And that's nice about it. I've not seen a single Shane Black film that I've that, that, nice that guys. I, nice guys is good. Some people say they enjoy yeah, Iron Man right. three. I think Ooh, Iron I Man wish three. It was a different director. That's all I'm I, saying. I, I, Iron yeah. Man three is not a good movie. It is yeah. not a good movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. It wasn't good. Yeah. That Let's... third act was the most letdown of all letdowns of anticlimactic of anything in MCU. Yeah, that's uh, that was a that was as a bad as, one. As much as you love to see Tony to to see. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. acting like any any scene where he's doing anything is just gold, but it's way yeah. too much. Way too much Tony, not not enough Iron Man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Way too much. Well, Tony. what's funny too is Shane Black did uh, first. And that's that. That's what was interesting because his first movie as a director was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and that was pretty damn dope. That's actually with, uh, really that Val was Hilmer. good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he yeah take it back. And, he, uh, and he was the writer on uh, Long Kiss Goodnight, so I was like, okay, so like, he's got I thought it was going to be... So he's very... Yeah. So clearly he's capable. Yeah. yeah. When he and does then, what, when he does the thing that he's, when he's in his lane, nice yeah. guys, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, yep. uh, the, the Long yeah, Kiss you're right. there's a There's a thing between right, all there's three. A thread. Yeah, there's a, definitely a thread between those. Yeah. But when you when you branch out and now you're talking about Iron Man three and the Predator yeah. and things like that, like those Hollywood kind of like bustery. Yeah, like then he gets I think he's just he kind of gets into the this is a paycheck mode, I think. Yeah, um, nah, totally true. Yeah, I think he Man, really overthought true. Iron Man three. Like he really like I think he it, it it was it was a simpler film than it was sorry, it was a more complicated film than it needed to be it could have been way simpler i think he read the dark i think he read nolan's scripts and he went to work oh <laughs> yeah if you look at iron man 3 it was a ripoff of the dark knight trilogy all three films yeah. everything from the 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 um the 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 mandarin the fake out mandarin it was all there yeah, no, nah, it was pretty bad, man. It was pretty bad. I think like, and it's interesting. You're you're right. Like, nice guy is pretty good. Predator was good. Iron Man three was yikes. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was good. Yeah, man, this is such a spotty record, dude. It's so shout weird. out to Shang Chi for absolutely, completely obliterating uh, the the myth of the Mandarin in Iron Man three. Oh yeah, that was dope. That was really good. That was a great. That was a great way to like to just like clean that up. I did like it. I think still with the MCU, give me the 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 whole shebang yes. with the character. Yes. Like I don't give me, need. Give me an op. Give me an op villain. I think that's the one thing I'm I'm a little. I the if Marvel can, it, I think they're to me. It's you want an me, overpowered villain like who? I need I need King and and, and High Evolutionary to actually be villains. That's all I need. Like, I just want them to be have some of their a good chunk of their power and their ability that they have to be the threats that they are in the in the in the comics. Like, you know, I think that raises the stakes. Right. So when you see that Hela is a so 
freaking much of a threat that Thor can't even kill her. Like yep. it changes the dynamic of the world that you're Agreed. building because now she exists. It's just like I said, one of the best things they did in the beginning of Infinity War was the Hulk fight because you have that in mind. Uh, uh, Thunderbolt's statement to, to Cap, like if I lost two megaton nukes, you know, so you think about Thor and Hulk as the two megaton nukes of the Avengers. You open Infinity War and what's happened? Thanos is handled. One of those nukes is diffused. <laughs> one is diffused and one is handedly diffused. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're like, and he only had one stone at that point. So that that visual language said a lot. So, but that's still not as powerful as we know Thanos is. And so, um, and so you could have made a story about the fact that my think the biggest failure with Thanos is that they waited until Infinity War to develop him. Like, he, if we had gotten more of him in the in the films before, and it seems like they're going to rectify that with Kang, um, then we would have been able to maybe see him doing. Uh, modifications to himself so that he's able to better handle the powers of the uh of the stones all together at once mm -hmm. and then, and as a side effect he can now energy project or you know do the because i'm pretty sure thanos has had been able to blast energy from his eyes and all kind of stuff yeah, so right. you know just give them their badass power sets um and make them a threat and don't kill them in the first at the first go round. Like I'm, and let's not forget the Thanos helicopter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that is a yep. deep, 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 deep nerd deep, cut. Deep cut. Shout out to anyone that gets that reference. <laughs> it, it keeps it real here. We keeps it real on blur lines, y'all. I tell you what, if they do oh, a what if, they should do what if Thanos wins. 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 Thanos book Thanos the hero wins. Thanos wins. Thanos Thanos Again, we went. You actually left Marvel, and then we ended up going back because everything goes back to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> well, Disney, um, we ended with Prey, Disney, Hulu. Yeah, no, it's all like I said, Marvel. man. It's all in it's there. All one big happy um, corporate family. <laughs> so, we already finished up DC. We did. We talked about Prey. Um, I'll put this. Or just for a lot of the the lot of things that we have on our deck coming up, like Sandman just dropped. Um, I know a couple people watched maybe one or two episodes. I'll be going to check it out too. We can talk about it later. Um, and then I don't think there's anything major that I mean. There's a couple here. You know, we could we can hop into some comics later on if we want to. But I was I've actually been catching up on some of them because I was curious in a while. Um, and then uh, yeah, we don't even have. Oh wait, do we have Ander coming soon? Andor is um, September or late August. Oh, oh damn. Okay. Yeah, and then you know we got House of the Dragon coming up in two weeks. Mm. Yes, Actually, um, I yes, wish you guys, sir. you guys really should catch oh. up with Westworld. Um, oh yeah, that's right. been pretty amazing. 
Yeah, yep. like it's been pretty good. It's like then, the Matrix see, meets Blade Runner meets Terminator. I love geez. it. So I mean, and, and it, so then that brings us up to our last our last thing that you know are are we at are we at content fatigue or are we just like F it like just bring it on. That's, that's, <laughs> you know that's a uh, that's a media construct. I don't think it's I don't think we're ever gonna get there as long as good content keeps coming. Like yeah, to yeah. Me that's that's just that's a silly. I, I don't know who came up with that. Whoever, whoever, whatever person came up with that, you're an idiot. Like it's not like. It, it, that's not a thing. Like it'll, it will get. You know when we had fatigue when there was a Fantastic Four movie with freaking Miles Teller um, and, and 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 Michael B. And, Jordan. Yeah, like uh, Michael B. Jordan. That that was fatiguing. I was very tired after I watched that movie. You know, <laughs> well, you know what's gonna cause you know what's gonna cause superhero fatigue? Another Justice League movie. I was yeah, really yeah. tired after four hours of that. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Like I was, that, that, I was that's exhausted. Literally, that would yeah, be exactly. I, and so and I would say that too. I, I think would come from. Yeah, I think that's my thing too. Where it's like, I think it's I, it's almost a good thing when people are like, "There's so much to watch. I haven't watched everything." Like, I think that's a lot better place to be in than just being on some like you know like I'll and there's all that. and yeah and there's quality out you know like if you like I said like the boys came and went and like I didn't watch it at all and I it was completely fine I watched it when I get to it like it, it didn't yeah. I didn't and like but it's there and I know I can go back to it you know we yeah, had I'm tired from all the good choices oh god <laughs> yeah I think the fatigue yeah. thing is is more so it is a real thing because again we've I talked about this before where genres have entire entire genres have died or it's become yeah. something gone away and not and they were once big money makers. I mean, look at the black exploitation era. Like there was about yep. oh, seven. Th- well, the official big money making was between 1970 and 1974. After that, it was just a lot of crap. But at the same time, that was something that was huge, and it, then it died off. But to your point, though, um, I think now it doesn't matter as much as it did then because there's so much more to choose from. No one's gonna get fatigue. You're not gonna get a a superhero fatigue because there's you can curate what you watch. If I don't want to watch She-Hulk, I don't have to watch She-Hulk. If yep. I don't want to watch uh, Moon Knight, which I haven't, I won't watch Moon Knight. You know, <laughs> Boba Fett, all the show. Like I don't need to keep up with everything, and so that's the curation is what has quelled the fatigue because again. You can watch what yeah. you want so, to watch. So, by contrast, I keep up with almost everything, and I'm still not fatigued. That's well, you're a special kind of person, yeah. though. Let's not compare <laughs> you to the the masses, or you know. But, but it to me, it just seems so silly to have it. To, the idea that 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 there's going to be fatigue as long as there's good content. The answer is no. Well, we're yeah. probably using the wrong word in in general. Fatigue is not the case as much as there can be a slowing down of interest in 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 certain properties. And again, we yeah, and, but and I think at present there isn't. But yeah. and I don't and I don't. But that doesn't mean it can't happen or won't it, happen. Surely, yeah. surely. Yeah. But but as far as the foreseeable future is concerned, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Well, I think, and also too, I think I, I was laughing because someone was like, "Yo." You know, people are starting to get bored of Marvel. I'm like, yeah, it's so it's so it's so horrible when they're not making a billion, but they're making like 700 million. Yeah, <laughs> they went from making 20 billion to just 19.5. Yeah, so, exactly. And so, 
Yeah, but I think that's I think you're right. I think it's like there's so much content now that you can you you can pick and choose and you can yeah. be like, you know, like say for instance, like I know uh House of Dragons coming out and Ring of and Rings of Power, and like I'll probably watch both of them, but I now I'm, will I watch it on real time? Maybe, maybe not. And I'm and and I'm completely okay with that. Westworld's been on for almost six weeks now, and I really yeah, enjoy it. It'll be ending actually Westworld ends and then the following week House of Dragon begins. Yeah, and so it's like right. And yeah, and I got to get on it as well. Um, but then also at the same time, you were talking about breaking uh, uh, Better Call Saul, which is wrapping up now. And you know, you're talking about how, how exemplary it is. And there's another one too, where I'm like, man, there's just a lot of good stuff out that you can literally pick and choose what your lane is, what you're yeah. into, and and you could be completely fine. And I think that's actually a good thing because now you know you're not beholden to just like you know, with the the streaming wars, if nothing else, is they at least got us to be uh, got good good stuff out there, and yeah, so it'd be it'd be different if everything track. sucked. It's and one of the reasons why Better Call Saul really is cool. not as popular as Breaking Bad was is because there's so much going on right now. Like you yep. can't just focus in on no matter how good of quality it is, especially when it's on the. Sh- to be fair, the rest of the lineup on AMC doesn't even come even close to better call saw it's a it's the the that show is the is the is sort of like an antiquity of bygone era from this it comes from the minds of the madmans in the breaking world breaking bad what did you, what did you refer to it as prestige yeah it's 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 the last of the prestige television for sure yeah. the, the more uh literary type television i think Notice now having gone back and watched Breaking Bad and you know we're on Better Call Saul's end, HBO series sometimes lose that quality towards the, the middle and end. Um they arguably came to cough cough. Arguably the the Sopranos was the measuring stick, but I think now Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul will be the measuring stick because they did the same thing consistently for all of their episodes and seasons with a lot less money. And they cha- and both series changed and shifted the way TV production is being done. So, you know, um, now that they're down to their last episode, it's going to be it's it's so surreal having been on this journey as an audience member. And it's been rewarding because you know, we often talk about like I hear people talk about what they were doing when they were when the Seinfeld uh, uh, finale aired, or how they felt when cut to black and they didn't and nobody knew what was going on with the Sopranos finale and and all that stuff. You know, I can see that having the same thing uh, because even with uh, going back and watching that Breaking Bad finale and anticipating the the Better Call Saul finale you know it's going to leave a lasting impression. So that's <laughs> these last few episodes have left lasting impressions on me as a writer. And I just am like floored by what I've seen and what the visual language has communicated in each of these episodes. I could talk about it all day. But- and see, I think that's the part that I think is cool because now you can have stuff like that at the same time as like, you know, all the other stuff that's going on, right? Yeah. So you can have it's you know, on like the boys or all the way over on here and on whatever cop procedural that everyone's into right yeah. now. Or, or over here with the more romantic blah 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 or the you know sci-fi stuff. So 
we're at a good we're at a good point where it's like there is so much stuff so now you can just go find what you like and just enjoy your life you know and yeah. you're not you don't really need to be watching everything anymore where you know before when we didn't have streaming and everything was like you had to be at a, a certain time at a certain place you missed it you missed it it was a cultural moment awesome but now you can kind of be in your own little moment and find your own little tribes yeah so all right sure. so let's do some final words Josh, we'll start with you. What's your final word? Final word is uh, I read an article recently that uh, the the reason why Marvel hasn't made an X-Men film yet is because most of the actors, they, they basically inherited the, 20, the the 20th Century Fox contracts and they want those they want the, uh, the contracts to expire so they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and that leaves, I think, things at like 2025 or something like that. I'm very okay with that. Like, if, I mean, that, yeah. if that's what they need to do, yep. if yeah. that's what you need to do to hit it with a clean slate, yep. I have every faith in the world that Marvel will make the X Men film that I have been pining for since I learned how to read. So, <laughs> if, it may, if it means that I got to wait until 2025, 2028, whenever it was, that those con, whenever it is that those contracts expire, then that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna sit here happily waiting, in 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 eager childlike anticipation. That is my final yep. word. <laughs> uh, D'Angelo. Well, I think I'll by that time I probably would have forgotten that there is even an attempt to make X Men movies as, as, anymore. But at the same time, <laughs> was, was, oh yeah, I know you want you. You know I. Yeah, no. Nah. But um, my final word is again that watching Better Call Saul as it comes to its end, and remembering how I thought to myself, why of all the things you can extend the Breaking Bad world, why focus on that character back when it was coming out? So to fast forward now, and it's like your insolence at even questioning Lord Gilligan. Uh, <laughs> well. I questioned him. I mean, he did have, he did write on write or at least he script Dr. Hancock. And I so I don't forgive him for that. So, <laughs> so ooh, he got good. He got good juju with me. Well, a lot of things. X Files, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, but My word. you attached to Hancock as a writer. <laughs> but anyway, Better Call Saul is excellent. Um, if you're not watching it. You were and you did watch Breaking Bad. Um, you are really shortchanging yourself um, because it enhances that series and that story to and and never takes anything away from it, but always makes it even more. I think after you see that arc of who Saul Saul was and that transformation, it in that world it makes you understand just how bad walt had quote unquote broken i mean it was it's we thought he was one thing but after you watch better call saul you understand that it was even <laughs> he was even something even more than what we uh first pegged him as so yeah it's it's great series it's one more episode left but definitely one of the last vestiges of prestige writing television production that's on TV right now. Um, not just big budget for the sake of big budget, not just, uh, you know, violence and sex and all kind of stuff just for the sake of having it in the story. Um, 
definitely the greatest example of the use of visual language. Just a brilliant series. And I'm sad that it's going away, but uh, all good things come to a great end, to a to a, a, a satisfying end. So I don't complain about endings as long as they they make the journey worth it. Nice, nice. What's My that? final word, just want to give a quick RIP to the Jesus Amaro show. These two have uh, parted ways. Oh, I was watching. I've been watching them since the beginning, and that's news to me. Wow. Yeah, they uh, <clears throat> over. They're cool, but they parted ways. Amlik B on on doing their own thing, whatever. But they, oh, they, they've ended their business relationship. But um, I would say um, I'll say that because one of the things I enjoyed about their show was these dudes are literally dudes from the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> they yep. are hood. Living they are. They got a little bit of home training. <laughs> and one of the things I enjoyed about their show and their interviews is that they really let people that they interviewed get become uh, normal people again. Yeah. And so and that, that made for just great interviewing and just great television. When they are like some of my favorite interviews were with uh, Bill Hader, you know, yes. Letterman, Whoopi mm. Goldberg, Chadwick. Yeah. Um, another really random one was Glenn Close, where I was yes. before that interview. I don't think I've ever even seen a Glenn Close interview, and by the end of it, I knew that she's a Mets fan. She smokes weed. She rarely ever goes to hall. I was like, I found all these things out, <laughs> and I liked it because one of the coolest things is here is Glenn Close, a thespian for a minute here these hood dudes from the bronx and then one of the questions they ask her they're like yo we heard an unfortunate rumor that you're a mets fan <laughs> and then she's like i'm a lifelong mets fan and they're like well first of all 23 rings bro and uh second of all <laughs> why so they go they do a 20 minute bit just on talking about baseball i light up she started talking about the lineup and like again this is glenn close who is an amazing actress that I've never actually even knew that she even likes baseball. <laughs> right. And so I thought that was really awesome. And then also one of their last interviews they did with uh, Denzel Washington. And the, the first 20 minutes is just talking about being uh, up in Mountain Vernon. Yeah, and eating being from around the way. Yeah. And just all his, his, his humble beginnings. And it was really cool that they, they got Denzel to like Denzel D from the block, just chilling, <laughs> talking about going and to the YMCA. It, it was definitely like it was definitely like a, a, an OG talking to some young dudes. It was great. It was a great. Yeah, you should definitely if you haven't watched that interview, you should definitely check that. Hundred percent. Yeah, some really good ones. Know. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and I, and I would say that that's I think their their strength was was that actual part of getting people to be to open up and just relax. Yes. And I think. Um, yeah. Letterman said it best when in his interview, he was just like, it's like, I don't, he's like, if I could do a show again, I would do this where literally we're just hanging out and having conversation. And yeah. it's like, it's no pretense ever. Like we talked, he's like, we talked about what we're doing right now for maybe 10 minutes and we just talked for 45 minutes. The rest of it was just us shooting the shit, having a conversation. And then to me, the best interviews are always like that. They're not like so formulaic. It's literally yeah. just having a good conversation and getting to know the person. And then so I'm sorely going to miss those those dudes. And, and I hope they can figure it out later on to come back. But they they definitely left a good mark in late night. And they, they Jeff did. Bridges. They're Jeff Bridges interview, for God's Whew. sakes. Yeah. That was a good interview. Oh, wait. I, I have a is it is it possible that I can have a second 
final word? Go ahead, Josh. In it, no, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Well, the last one wouldn't have been your final word now. So we that. <laughs> I've went the back last, to the past. The last and, word, now, this is my final final. Yeah, there's a whole this nother is, parallel universe you created. This is Josh, this is Josh in the millers. <laughs> he quantity uh, back to, to remind us. Uh, rest in peace to Nichelle uh, Nichols. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, I'm glad you. Yes. The, it, it cannot be understated the the impression left on a young kid in Brooklyn watching Star Trek reruns in the seventies and seeing this black woman uh, being an active member of the what is referred to in science fiction as the Magnificent Seven. Um, yeah. I had the fortune, the good fortune, to meet her at Comic Con, the last Comic Con before. The pandemic, um, and it nearly brought tears to my eyes because a I'm a super fan, but b she was already deteriorating from her dementia, and I, was, I think it was either dementia or Alzheimer's, I forget which. But like her speech had slowed incredibly, but you know she still had that you know that that whatever that thing is in her eyes, um, and you know I was able to talk to her for a second. Uh, her son was an idiot. Just all the all the all the things you hear about her son. You saw, I saw it in like 10 seconds, but either here nor there. <laughs> um, uh, you know, she is a trailblazer, an icon, um, just one of the most important figures in black history, in, in modern black history, in my opinion, for in, as far as entertainment goes. Um, certainly an inspiration for me and for little kids everywhere, little black kids watching Star Trek everywhere. Um, she will be sorely missed, sorely, sorely missed. And I would be remiss if I didn't uh, make that my actual final word. Word um, on that. I'm glad you did that. The goddess. Yeah, Definitely. I'm glad you created a, a new universe just for for <laughs> um, that. If anybody deserved it, it's her. And, yes. and I say that with complete sincerity because while I didn't watch you know, growing up, the the reruns of the original series, my grandmother was a fan and she introduced me to the next generation, which mm -hmm. I saw a post from Whoopi Goldberg who had mentioned that she how she felt when she was young and saw Nichelle Nichols on the on the original series. And I thought that was an interesting statement, obviously, because later she would be in the next generation right. Um, right. as one of the most iconic science fiction characters in sci-fi TV. Right. Yep. So, you know, nobody, even the people don't reckon, don't know the character's name. They recognize Guinan Whoopi Goldberg with the, mm -hmm. the, the headpiece and everything. So yeah, that's, that's, that's really great, man. That's, that's awesome. Rest in peace. She was a, she was a wonder. Yes, sir. All right, on that good and black excellent note, uh, thanks for rocking with us. This is Blurred Lines, and we are out. Live long and pasta. <laughs> Did you say live long and in pasta? <laughs> 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 <laughs>